With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate Quote, oh, what a great night to be on the air. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. I already got a headache from you, Aaron. And uh, our producer, Mike Byers, the show hasn't even started yet. You haven't even said a word. Uh, that sounds like you should see a doctor, Arnie. Well, before the whole show started, you were texting me, and I'm like, I, what's this? What's that? You, you're going, well, I, I have to explain it to you on the uh, You give me a damn headache before the show started. You couldn't even explain yourself. Ar- Arnie, I know you just learned how to text like two yes. weeks ago, and right. so I know this is all very new to you. Yes, um, yes. I can send all my thoughts through regular mail, but they will not get to you in time for the show. We've been over this. We went over this. Thank you. Well, just put a little extra postage on it. And maybe I'll, yeah. I'll get it a little faster out there. Uh, busy show. Are you First of all, are you pumped up for 1201, or there's not going to be any surprises at 1201 that we already don't know now? I am pumped up for 1201 usually, and I'm especially pumped up for 1201 because usually 1201 just brings a really bad contract that is completely unexplainable. Like the <laughs> Mozgov contract broke at 1201. Last year, I remember one year it was your buddy Al Farik Ominu. Uh, I know you have his his jersey hanging <laughs> yes, up I in do. your home yeah. office right now. Uh, I, I maybe we'll get some excitement with Paul George here around twelve oh one. Maybe we'll get some excitement with Kevin Durant around twelve oh one. But I do think the big shoes to drop generally don't happen 
right at 1201. So I'm excited for 1201 because I think we're going to get a really bad contract that we'll be able to yeah, laugh about. Th- this is in 2016. Back in 2016, it was a different time. They had to spend the money. They had to go ahead and reach a certain level, right? That's why those contracts were being offered. Am I wrong on that or what? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, look, and, and that was a bizarre offseason, obviously, right. highlighted by Kevin Durant joining the Golden State Warriors because they all of a sudden had cap space that they wouldn't have normally had in that situation. It was obviously also before Steph Curry signed that massive contract. So it's a fair point. But Arnie, I mean, look, you could say that that the Mozgov contract was bizarre, but we see these bad contracts every year regardless. Right, of right. I mean, I remember being on air last year when we found out that your boy Otto Porter, another guy, <laughs> I know you have his jersey, home yes. road and alternate yes. hanging in the – he was a twenty-five plus million dollar a year guy. Now that was again a deal where the team uh, they would risk losing him if they didn't pay him that. But it's still funny to think of Otto Porter being paid as absurdly as he was. So the point being, we always get one or two of those goofy contracts, no matter what. I bet before we go off air tonight, we'll have one. All right, you could tweet him at Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Let's just start from the beginning because we do know LeBron James in Los Angeles. We followed that whole flight plan like I, like he was the president or something like that. It was, it was unbelievable. Uh, obviously, he arrives in Los Angeles. Uh, I saw the latest Vegas lines having him at minus 5,000 uh, now to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. I guess it looks like a done deal, Aaron, right? It looks like something we really knew along all, all the way along. LeBron's going to go to the Lakers. I don't think it's a done deal. I, I think the Am I missing something here? Uh, you're missing the signed contract. Yeah, that's what you're missing. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, to me, look, I, 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 I don't look too much into it. LA is where his offseason home is. Obviously, he is a free agent. He is going to be uh he's gonna be signing some contract somewhere at some point. And so to me, it makes sense that he would come back to the United States at this time. Look, we know LeBron loves attention. I'm not surprised that it mysteriously got out that he was going to be flying into Van Nuys Airport, allowing plenty of media to show up upon his arrival. But I think LeBron's like the rest of us. I think he's trying to feel, see how the landscape plays out. I don't think he's committed to the Lakers because I do think he wants to see, does Kawhi Leonard end up getting traded there? Does Paul George end up signing there? Although that obviously doesn't look likely at this point. No, no. And so I, I think he's still feeling it out. Now, if if, if I was in Vegas right now, which I, I wish I was, to be honest, as much as I love you, Arnie, but it, and, and I had to place my last money on a team, it would be the Lakers. I don't know that it's a done deal, though. Oh, it, it's got to be a done deal. Because, I mean, you've heard about the reports that Dan Gilbert's saying, now I can get my team back, that LeBron won't meet face-to-face with the Cavaliers. But he's not meeting um, face-to-face I, with anybody. Well, but but that's that's Cleveland. I mean, it really was down only between two teams, the Lakers and Cleveland. And now that the Lakers are minus five thousand, uh, according to Vegas. And by the way, if you were going to announce that you're going back to Cleveland, would you really do it from Los Angeles? Wouldn't you do it from Ohio? Or am I nuts on that also? Well, I mean, he he announced he was going to Miami from Greenwich, Connecticut. So I, you know, I, I don't know uh, how how deep seated his roots are were in Greenwich, Connecticut. And I would add that I do think that Cleveland fans would be thrilled whether he announced it from Cleveland, Miami, Los Angeles, the Moon. I don't think he care, they care if if he announces he's coming back, even if it's just for one year. Look, I I'm not arguing with you that the signs point towards right the Lakers. I just don't think it's a done deal. I am still in the camp, and maybe I'm in the minority. I just find it really hard to believe that he would come to Los Angeles 
without knowing that that second guy, that that other star is coming with him. Well, who's to say he doesn't know? And by the way, uh, congratulations, Los Angeles, because I know 100% that he's going to the Lakers. Wow. There's no doubt, no doubt in my mind, uh, really. There's, I, oh, stop it. You, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on here. Two and two actually is for he's going to Los Angeles this turns around the whole landscape of the NBA finally uh, because Houston can do it now there's going to be a super team in Los Angeles and it's going to be the Lakers now it's not going to be Paul George and I got to tell you something it LeBron's better off without Paul George going go to the Lakers come on playoff B went three for 15 in his last playoff game that's, uh, that's not, not as bad. good as John Starks but uh, you know he gave it a try he's, he's, I guess he's better he, than J.R. Smith but. Yeah, he gave. Look, bottom line is this: we all know it's he's going back to Oklahoma City. In case you didn't hear that, they're having a party for him. The uh, front office is going to be there. Russell Westbrook's going to be there. What a no, hell of no, a party no, that's no, going to no, be! No. I'm surprised we weren't invited. You know? No, 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 no. It's just the summer heist, hi, hype house party. Oh, doesn't everybody just have a summer hype house party this time yes, of year? Yes, yes. I know you do. You're out there wearing your Otto Porter jersey, alternate, of course. Uh, inviting all the locals in Burlington. Everyone has a summer hype house party this time of year. doesn't mean what, anything. Yeah. What I don't understand, though, now that now that we know that LeBron's going to go to the Lakers, at least I know that LeBron's going to go to the Lakers, and now that Paul George is going to end up going back to Oklahoma City, uh, that means to me, and I can't believe all the gibberish I've heard so far about the Kawhi Leonard situation with San Antonio, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, I'm, been, I'm trying to think of everything logically. I know everybody else isn't. But there's no doubt in my mind that San Antonio will get the most for Kawhi Leonard right now. If you wait before the trading deadline, you're really going to get squat. You'll get like 20 cents on the dollar. And if you go ahead and keep him the entire year, you're going to get nothing. So you'll get eliminated in the first round. The only thing for the, well, they're going to win a championship? No, no, no. Why do you say that they won't get more at the trade deadline? Well, because always you're you're the, everybody knows you're in a desperate situation before the trade deadline because he's going to walk away and who's going to rightfully trade for him for a half a season now when everybody knows he wants to go to the Lakers. Well, didn't Paul George want to go to the Lakers at this time last year? Well, but he opted back in for the money. Well, what what's it's take? only one or the other. Why you 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 don't think that's going to happen then? Well, I, this has been my argument since the night that we were on air. Obviously, the day after. The Kawhi Leonard trade demand broke, and yeah. I said from I've said from day one I don't believe this narrative that another team outside the Lakers can't trade for Paul George or excuse me for Kawhi Leonard because you have no guarantee that he's going to resign. Well, well, well what's wrong with that? Well, because we just saw this time last year, all we heard was Paul George can't trade for him without a guarantee that he's going to resign. Then a guy gets somewhere, he gets comfortable. If Kawhi goes to one of the likely suitors, which is either Philly or Boston, I think that team then probably becomes the favorite to win the East. Do you really think he's going to leave a team that potentially makes the NBA Finals next year to go to the Lakers? Well, of course, now that LeBron's going to be on the team, LeBron, Kawhi, and then they're going to be one more piece of the puzzle away, which could be Clay Thompson in a year from now when he becomes a free agent and maybe leaves Golden State. And what's up with Kevin Durant? Explain that to me, Aaron Torres. He decides he's going to go with a one-and-one, meaning he'll be a free agent again after one year. Let me ask you this. It's not if Kevin Durant's going to leave now. He's not. He'll stay in Golden State. The question is, will he finish his career in Golden State? 
I think I know what you think. What do you think? I, I, no, I, I, hell no. He's not going to finish his career. If he wanted to finish, and this is not even about the money. Oh, he can get the most money if he goes a one and one here. I, I don't think, look, I, I believe he enjoys playing up there, but I don't think he wants to finish his career out there. I think he wants to go ahead and try something else. Am I wrong on that? What do you think? I think he will finish his career there if it remains the best option to win consistently and win big, which it obviously will be for next year, potentially for the following season if he decides to opt in again at this time next year with a player uh, option. But I'm with you. Look, he he was a hired gun when he got to Golden State. I think we've spent the last four or five months or whatever it is since we've been on air talking about his role within the context of the team. Look, Steph Curry is, if anything, the Golden State lifer, the guy that came there, the guy that the organization stuck by him through the injuries. He took less money at times to bring in these other guys. That's the guy that – Kevin Durant's just a guy that wanted to win rings so people would get off his back. Now you got jerks like me that won't get off his back because I think that he gamed the system. But the point being is that I just I, – I truly believe that I'm 100% with you – he has no allegiance to Golden State. He, his allegiance to them is if they put him in the best position to win. But at some point, I mean, Steph Curry now is 30 going on 31. Right. Uh, and, you know, and so at a certain point, they're not going to be the best option. And so I think he's taking a very calculated approach the same way that LeBron has over the last three, four years since he left Miami of staying on these short contracts. And I'm with you. I just think this is a sign that, hey, this is all good and well right now. But something better is going to come along eventually, and I'll see you later. Is Kevin Durant already the face of the Golden State Warriors now, or it's always going to be Steph Curry as long as he's on the team? I don't know. What do you? Th- I mean, I don't know. I, 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 look, I, he's their best player. But look, he's their best player, and he was back-to-back MVP when they won championships. Was he a two-time MVP when they won championships? When you think Warriors, this is a great question. I hadn't really thought of it until you brought it up. When you think Warriors, who is the? Fr- I guess I still think Steph. I still think Steph Curry. Yeah, I, I still do, too. do. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I just think it's it goes back to the old Splash Brothers days when they really took the league by storm. And look, Steph is, uh, you know, I, I've been critical of him at times, but I give him credit uh, for being willing to kind of go to the side so that Kevin Durant could be the star, be the best player on this team. But I'm with you. I still think that he is the face of that franchise. He's the first guy that I think of when I think Warriors. All right, we're just getting going. Of course, we'll keep you updated. We'll let you know as 1201's coming around Eastern. We'll see what moves are being made. When we get back, Josh Eberly will stop on by NBA writer for Hoops Magazine. He's coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, this segment of the show brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger. For the one who gets it done. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great night to be on the air. Saturday night, 30th day of June. Let's go right out to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NBA writer for Hoops Magazine. It's Josh Eberly. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing my best to keep up with it all. And uh, it's go time if you're an NBA fan right now. No, I can imagine. Right, right off the bat then, we were kind of talking about LeBron done deal, it looks like. Are you 100% sure? 99-50-50 on him going to the Lakers. He had that flight. He, he's landed in Van Nuys Airport. Uh, no doubt in my mind, I say 100%. What do you say? Yeah, I would say 99%. And the only, the, the Vegas, what is it, minus 5,000 now that he's going to be yes. the Los Angeles Laker. But the 1%. Is actually Miles Bridges' tweet, you know, drafted by the Charlotte Hornets, uh, and his tweet was, "I just want to hoop." 
And, you know, there was all those rumored deals about the Cavaliers maybe trading um, for Kemba Walker. And then if something's happening with Charlotte, maybe that's my one hesitation at this point that Cleveland's making a last-minute play. But it, it, it sure feels like all but a lock. Well, is it, that's, and that's my argument, and I've been bickering with my uh, co-host here since we've gotten on air. It's only been 15 minutes. It feels like significantly longer. <laughs> but is it possible that LeBron is just getting a lay of the land like we all are right now as kind of he feels out, is Paul George really going back to OKC? Is Kawhi really going to be traded? Is it possible that maybe at this point he actually hasn't made up his decision at all? It, it's possible, but I just... You know what, from all indications prior to this day, he had already kind of narrowed the field to Cleveland or or Los Angeles. And, you know, there was a lot of talk about what Cleveland could or couldn't do. We know the owner within, uh, the relationship with the owner, Dan Gilbert's not great. We saw how much weight he had to carry with this team. We know how big his brand is and all the things that he has in hand in L.A. Los Angeles just makes a ton of sense. And the, the one thing that you kept hearing was, if he doesn't get a Paul George, if he doesn't get a Kawhi Leonard, then he's not going to come. He's only coming if, he, if he's going to get someone else. But yesterday, Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona Shelburne put out the report that said, you know what, that's not a guarantee because he knows rosters change. You know, the Cavaliers roster flipped before the deadline, the entire roster this year. You know, they've made trades before, whether it was at, at Timothy Mozgov or J.R. Smith. I think LeBron knows that even if someone doesn't sign on the dotted line tonight, the roster that he signs in, the roster he signs on with won't be the same now as it will be as the deadlines. It will be next summer. So I, I don't really think that's the be-all, end-all argument. Anymore. All right, so then you think LeBron would go to Los Angeles without anybody looking close to being signed, sealed, delivered, now that we know Paul George could go back to OKC, and that looks like a done deal. Uh, does LeBron know that maybe Kawhi's coming then we don't? Or does he say, look, I know I'll get Kawhi sooner or later, so I'm just going to go to Los Angeles? I think there's a lot of options here still in play. I think Paul George, similar to LeBron, um, I would say like 95% going to Oklahoma City, but you never know. I mean, this party could be more of a gimmick to set their meeting into a great motion, and it could be a celebratory party of him of him officially signing. So there's still that opportunity. The other thing is, you know, DeMarcus Cousins just, just got mentioned as someone the Lakers could look at or, or could show more interest in um, if, if Paul George goes that route. Uh, that was from Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer. I just think the Lakers have a lot of money in a field where no one else does. In one way or another, somebody else is coming. And I, you know, I, there, there's nothing that's led me to this. Or, but you know, Kemba Walker's been available. There's been talks. C.J. McCollum has been available. It just seems like even if no one's willing to sign, LeBron has probably had conversations behind the scenes where there's other things in motion or can put other things in motion. Let me ask you: Is we just talked about Paul George, and if you had asked anybody a year ago this time. Everyone's saying, don't trade for Paul. He can't trade for Paul George. He's going to leave for L.A. in a year, right? So obviously, as you said, you you feel that it's in the 95% range that he's coming back to OKC. Here's my question. What is the argument, if Paul George re-signs with OKC, even if it's only for two or three years, what is the argument against now Boston or Philly making a legitimately strong run at Kawhi? Because all I keep hearing is, you can't go get Kawhi. He's going to be a Laker in a year from now. But we said the same thing about Paul George a year ago. Does that at all help maybe ease the ease the Celtics, ease the 76ers, ease their fan base? It, to me, the two stories seem to be parallel. Yeah, well, I think you take it as a positive sign. I mean, we could go back a few more years and look at what the Lakers did with Dwight Howard. And obviously the personalities were a little bit stronger, but that obviously didn't work with Los Angeles and the least for Houston after that year. You know, I mean, there there are examples both ways, but... 
I would say this. It wouldn't make me any more likely to push for Kawhi Leonard if I'm Boston because I think the reason for Boston is they put is sound. This is a team that could have been to the finals, that probably should have been up, should have been in the finals after going 2-0, to up 2-0 in that conference finals. Um, they have a good team. They have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward coming back. If the price is too high, I understand staying put on that team. Philadelphia, however, I mean, Markel Fultz didn't work out. You, you no. acquire that extra asset in the draft. You know, you have Dario Sark. You have things that you could do. I think if you're Philadelphia, this is an encouraging sign, and maybe it would push them to go that next step. Josh, what are we missing? What What's the story that everybody's missing out on that you think is going to happen? Speak up now. We want to know what's going to happen either today or later on that we're just not seeing. Yeah, I honestly, I think, you know, Kevin O'Connor's dropped a little tidbit here. You know, all year I've kind of felt like DeMarcus Cousins to the Lakers made sense. You know, the Pelicans played better without him. They, you know, they played a faster game. Davis moved to center. That's his fit in today's NBA. Um, a ruptured Achilles is a scary business. You look at Wesley Matthews and the Dallas Mavericks and his play since coming back. I think that, that Cousins is the type of guy where he's not going to be happy to go back under, under a contract he feels he's earned more than. And I think the Lakers, after missing on George and possibly Leonard, are going to want to bring in another name uh, with LeBron. And I think they're going to make a real push what? for both. Uh, but, but did I? Wasn't there a rumor that he was going back to New Orleans on a, uh, going to be a two-year deal because of the injury, or no? Yeah, I was trying to look up for the wording for this just before it came on. I believe that it was Demarcus Cousins might return on a two or three-year deal. Ah. But we also know it was reported earlier that he wanted the max. So I, I, I could see a situation where LeBron comes. George stays in Oklahoma City. Kawhi Leonard isn't traded right away or is traded elsewhere. And the Lakers throw that money at DeMarcus Cousins. What's the latest with KD? I mean, so obviously the big story that's broken over the last hour or so is that he's going to opt into a one-in-one deal, basically one year guaranteed, and then he has a player option for the second year. Is there anything to look into on this, or is he just keeping his options open in a lot of the same ways that LeBron James does on an annual basis? Yeah, I think Kevin Durant's you know, following LeBron James's lead here and realizes how much leverage he has, and there's no real reason to commit beyond a year because if you ever want that five-year deal or that four-year deal, it's there for you. So I think he's just, you know, he's thrown his weight around a little bit, but my main takeaway was, you know, despite LeBron's denial, his text game isn't as good as he might have thought because <laughs> apparently Durant didn't, didn't take his, his, uh, his request very seriously. I, I don't think that, and last thing before we let you go, I don't think that this is going to be Kevin Durant's last stop. I don't mean that he's going to leave this year or next year. I just don't think Golden State is his last stop. What do you think? It, it, there's, there's so many options for him. It's so interesting because if you asked me this during the, the Houston series, he just looked so lost and frustrated during that series. And when he was scoring, the team wasn't doing well. And he wasn't scoring, the team was doing well. And you could really sense that frustration and then, after the finals, Draymond Green said, you have no idea, and uh, Sean Livingston did, yeah. no idea what we went through in the locker room. Really, there was some strife here. So maybe there's a situation where something goes bad down the line and he wants to leave, but, I mean, he sure looked good and happy in the finals. Again, so <laughs> hard guy to predict. Josh, hey, good job. Always a pleasure. If anything breaks, let us know. Uh, certainly a, a very busy night, so thanks a lot for stopping by. No, it was a blast. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, take care. Josh Eberle, everybody, NBA writer uh, for Hoop Magazine. This is like, what, the the Super Bowl for them, right? This uh, free agency stuff, Aaron. Well, it's a lot better than the actual playoffs are, I can tell you that much. (laughs) Worries. What, what?
No, I was going to say, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, it's a lot better than the NBA championship was. I enjoy it. There's a lot of people that get sick of it. and They're like, oh, this is crazy. I mean, think about this for just one second. The best player in the NBA, one of the most influential players in the NBA, is going to change teams. He's going to go become a Los Angeles Laker if everything is right. And, of course, according to Vegas, minus 5,000 right now, how exciting is that if you're a Laker fan? You're finally not going to suck anymore. You're finally going to be the center of attention. You're finally going to go ahead. And if he gets Kawhi Leonard, if he gets Kawhi Leonard before the season starts, I think they could compete against Golden State right now. How, Aaron, how badly would you want to watch that first Laker-Golden State game? You tell me. I'd, I'd, I mean, I just want to watch the Lakers, period independent of them playing Golden State. I will ask you this, though, Arnie. You are a, uh, you're a savvy Los Angeles sports veteran. You even yeah. told me earlier this week the story of how you had the whole Lakers organization upset when you made up a fake Kobe Bryant injury on air. Oh, that was my favorite part. I loved it. I loved it. Very, so let me ask you this, though, yeah. because there is this, this growing sentiment in Los Angeles that everyone would be excited about LeBron. Don't get me wrong. But how long until kind of the new car smell wears off and he's actually got to start winning? Because, you know, you, you, you leave Cleveland, you're this icon. Everybody kind of knows that LeBron's doing all he can. But you come to the West next year, even with Kawhi, I don't know that you're getting past Houston. I don't know that you're getting past the Golden State Warriors. So what do you, do you get one year grace period and then you better win big? Or how long do you think it is you being the guy that's lived in LA for so long? All right, I'll tell you what, I'll answer that. But first, Ooh, the Sager's deep. sitting there. He has all the scores and probably going to give one of those 20-minute updates like he did last week, right, the Sager? You know, there's 25 minutes worth of stuff tonight, Artie. Wow. You mentioned that this is great, great time with all this news. I love the next week because it's the opposite of what we got with NBA news the last week, which is yes. nothing. It's all yes. speculation and silliness. We're getting to actual stories over the next week, and the NBA's free agency period begins at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Kevin Durant will re-sign with Golden State one year plus an option, according to the New York Times and AP so he can be a free agent all over again next summer. Paul George has a meeting in Oklahoma City with the Thunder tonight. George just finished his first year with that franchise and averaged 22 points per game. Yeah. He had averaged 23 a game the previous two years in Indiana, has been an all-star the last three years in a row. Our Chris Mannix says members of the OKC front office are at that Russell Westbrook party tonight as well. Westbrook left a family vacation in Hawaii this morning, according to ESPN, to fly eight hours to Oklahoma City ready to host this party. So everyone, New York Times and all the beat writers are expecting an agreement. Verbal agreement is all it can be right now until next Friday. I'm 101% sure he's going. I mean, (laughs) come on now. Let's not be knuckleheads. The Mark Stein New York Times, for example, says if Paul George and the Thunder aren't headed for a verbal agreement on a new two- or three-year max deal after 12.01 a.m. Eastern, they will have fooled a lot of us. Oh, I want the cameras rolling. I'll watch that reality show. I promise you that. I'm sure there's a party because Paul George is going to be part of it, meeting first. Meanwhile, the DeMarcus Cousins tweet from The Ringer was exactly that L.A., now that it appears the Lakers will lose out on Paul George, 
that DeMarcus Cousins, quote, sounds like an increasingly likely target for the Lakers on a short-term max contract. DeMarcus Cousins played less than 50 games before the injury at New Orleans last year, but was averaging 25 points and 13 rebounds So LeBron, Kawhi, and DeMarcus, uh, championship, championship. (laughs) Not necessarily all. Championship. If the Lakers. I'm moving back to L.A. I want to go to the game. If the Lakers actually shed salary after salary, they could create 50 to 70 million dollars in cap room which would be two guys plus so we'll see uh world cup today the round of 16 openers france eliminated argentina four to three then uruguay beat portugal two to one online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience and finally in baseball atlanta ripped st louis 11 to four boston and chris sale beat up the yankees 11 to nothing there are four late games including the Giants up 6 nothing at Arizona, top of the fifth. And the Mariners have taken a 6-3 lead over the Royals. That's top of the fifth. Earlier wins for Philadelphia and Colorado. Back to you. All right. Uh, thanks a lot to Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You asked me how long is it before the Laker fans get sick of losing. Shouldn't they be sick of losing right now, Aaron? Are you kidding me? You think that they're yeah. going to get on LeBron James after one year if he doesn't turn it around right away after they've after what they've experienced the last five years? you got to be kidding yeah, me. Yeah, maybe not one year. Oh, yeah. you got to be kidding me. Come on, Ar- for, Arnie. Don't make me fire you. It's too early no, in the show. Wait, I, I don't wanna, you, I, you think he's got a one-year window listen. here and that's it? Listen, I think you. Uh, I think uh, in the snowdrifts there of Vermont, you've forgotten uh, how crazy these Lakers fans are. First of all, I heard all season Lakers fans saying, "I don't even want LeBron. Uh, we want to build. We want to build this young core yeah, out." Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah, Brandon Ingram uh, yeah. in ten years might be what LeBron is uh, playing on one leg. But so no, I just think I just think that look, I, I think it's a different set of expectations, right? You bring in the best player in the world. Uh, if we're to assume that they're going to get another all-star caliber player, which DeMarcus Cousins is that, uh, and then maybe down the road you trade for Kawhi, maybe who knows. Yeah, at a certain point, if you keep making the Western Conference Finals or if you keep making the playoffs and not advancing, I do think the fan base gets restless. It was, you know, it was just a hypothetical that I was bringing up, but I do think that this is the gift and the curse of LeBron is you bring in LeBron, you expect to win big. And so, yeah, next year you make the playoffs, you don't get out of the first round or you make it to the second round, that's one thing. But after another offseason and who knows what the team could look like a year from now if they get LeBron in the next couple weeks, I do think that the the expectations ramp up and and it's a different ballgame. LeBron, there's no doubt he's there. And, of course, throw in Kawhi, which they will get him now or they'll get him before the start of the season, or I don't even expect him to be on that Spurs team as game one starts. And if they get to Marcus Cousins, let's go Golden State. Let's see what you've got, because this is going to be one hell of a series. Lakers would be right up there. Now, here's the you question. You really though. think so? Yeah. I, I, why wouldn't you think so? you got the best guy in the NBA. What's wrong with you? My, my question is, though, did you see the tweet pulled out by Joe Embiid saying, oh, it's <laughs> always going to be Magic and Kobe's team? Are are you kidding me? What team are you on, Mister? Do, yeah. do we say it's always going to be Moses Malone and Doctor J's team? What's wrong with him? I saw that tweet. Yeah, and, Joe, you know I got to say this, and I think our our buddy Colin Cowherd has been on this for a while. Joel Embiid's got to delete that Twitter account. Like it was, <laughs> it was cute when he was going, you know, when he was chasing after Rihanna and all yes, that stuff. Yes. But but I mean, you're an all star. 
Stop. Come on. This is like your fourth or fifth year in the league. Act like a professional. I don't know. First of all, he went after your guy, DeAndre Ayton, on draft night. I didn't even get a right. chance to talk to you about it. Yeah. It's, it seemed almost like a personal attack on you, Arnie. I know how much you love your Wildcats. I think it was. Yeah. And so he's yeah. coming after Arnie Spanier. He's coming after LeBron. Uh, I just, I'm kind of over the whole Joel Embiid tweeting thing. I thought it was funny the first year or so. But now it's like, dude, get in the gym. Get in, get, you know, how about you go see your physical therapist and you play more than 40 games next year? But is he right, though? Is it always going to be a. No. Who cares? I got to say this, though. LeBron will never catch up uh, to Kobe or Magic or Kareem's status because he's already been playing 15 years and he's not going to play that much longer, too. Kobe was a Laker from start to finish, Magic was a Laker from start to finish. So he's never going to go ahead and reach that plateau, See, that, that, that type of status. I sort of disagree on that, and I'll tell you How? why. I, look, we're fighting tonight. I like this. I, this how can you disagree with that? Because, so here's the thing. First of all, I live in L.A. People like – I mean, Magic was played so long ago. There's no one under 35 that remembers Magic playing. <sighs> so to a younger generation, they're all Kobe guys. But I really think after this five-year – uh, just embarrassment that this organization has gone through. Yeah. If LeBron and I think we, I, I mean, I don't think they're going to be competing next year for a championship. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll they'll be the third or fourth best team in the league. But I still think they'll be leaps and bounds behind Golden State, and I think even Houston too. But if he brings a championship to this city after as bad as this team has been. For the last five years. Well, he did it to Cleveland with as bad as they've been and brought a championship to them. That was before Kevin Durant went to Golden State, though. Oh, my, with the excuses with you, one after What do you another. mean? A 73-win team added the second-best player in the league. It's a totally different ballgame. No, I what he did, and that's what I'm saying, and that's why he'll forever be an icon in Cleveland. I also think that if he brought the Lakers to a championship after as bad as they've been the last five years— I do think he'd be revered, and I think to some people he would be bigger than Kobe. I don't know about all of them. By the Whoa. way, all these Lakers fans were on in, in L.A., 710, uh, or excuse me, uh, 570. Five, wow. 570. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres, but I'm telling you, man, I think that to a big segment of this population, they would be fired up and LeBron would pass all those other guys because he took them, you know, because it's one thing, you know, Kobe joined – a really good team. They weren't championship level good, uh, but but he joined a good team. They won championships. It was Shaq's team. They struggled. He took. A, I don't know. I just feel like so. It, according to you, uh oh, what do you Walt Frazier is a Cleveland Cavalier. Joe Montana is a Kansas City Chief with Marcus Allen. Right? Joe Namath did is Joe Montana. Or something did like Joe that? Montana win a Super Bowl in John Kansas Unitas City? is a San Diego Charger, and that where he finished his career. Did, Come on. Did, did Willie Mays lead the New York Mets to a World Series championship? Because if he did, I think the fans would feel differently about him. I, I just, when you've come from another team and you've been 15 years in the league and as much, I mean, there's nobody that's going to be more loved than Magic. I don't care how many years you're away. Uh, and, and I think even, to a big population, Kobe's more loved than Magic. Not even close. Trust me, there's close. people under 35 that never saw Magic play that day. Oh, those, those millenniums. Yeah, exactly. Yes. With their they, Snapchat. They, yeah, and, and yeah. Facebook. 
My my age group. I just think I get on them all the time. I'm 35. I love Kobe more, our magic more than Kobe. Oh, you do. Oh, you just learned yeah. how to text like two weeks ago. How are you 35? <laughs> you were yelling at me through text today. You were telling me to get off your lawn. I don't even know what that means. Laker fans, uh, if you want to text us, uh, congratulations uh, on pretty much getting LeBron James, Aaron underscore Torres, or add stinking genius one. You could play that music all you want. I'm not jinxing anybody. I'm not. I already told you last week. I ordered my LeBron Laker jersey, so I was the first one on the block. That a matter of fact, I ordered it like a month ago. Are you going to put the uh, Otto Porter on the back burner now? Now that you got your LeBron, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't need another. I'm, I'm going to order my Kawhi Leonard Laker jersey uh, now. Also, okay. Uh, here's my and you know okay. what else I'm okay. going to order? I'm going to order my Clay Thompson Laker jersey in about a week from now. You know what? I'm going to order my Magic yeah. Johnson uh, Laker jersey and my Magic Johnson short shorts because, according to you, no one will, <laughs> no one will ever be greater than Magic in LA. Let me ask you this though, yeah, for real. If you're Greg Popovich, we're go go back to Kawhi for a second. Why do you trade Kawhi to the Lakers? Because they're one, they're going to give you the best deal. Uh, two, nobody else is going to go and really mortgage the future, just like you said. But uh, I, that's, ex- the, the, that's well, the exact opposite, the opposite of what of I said. What you said. But if you're the Celtics, do you really think that Danny Ainge wants to give up Jalen Brown, the Memphis pick, the Brooklyn pick, and or excuse me, the Sacramento pick, the Memphis pick, Jalen Brown, uh, uh, Rozier, and, and another pick? No, they don't want to do that, and I don't blame them. So why should they? mortgage the future, especially when they're getting Kyrie back. And they don't even know if Kyrie is going to stick around after this year. No, why would they get themselves in that situation? And they're the only ones that could really offer more than the Lakers. Because you have a chance to get one of the 10 best players. and if For for one year. And if LeBron is in the West, you will make the – they were this close to making the finals this year. Without so mortgage Kyrie. the future for one year and get rid of all the guys. Rozier, Jalen Brown, and the two draft picks, and just say, let's the hell with it. Let's get it now. First of all, draft picks are just they're, they're things from the they're future. They're Sacramento's pick and they're Memphis's pick. So they're, that's pretty two good picks there. Listen, if that gets you a trip to the finals, I think you, cha- you chance it. Look, Oklahoma City at this point last year chanced it by trading for Paul George. The Cavs, people they had no for, chance. They lost Kevin Durant. Well, they had no chance, but they get, they're going to get him back at twelve oh one. They're at a party right now. All right. Well, you know, our, our I, guest told us that they're liquoring up Paul George as we speak, so that I they think, can sign him the contract. I don't know if the Sager's still with us. He may be at that party. We'll check it with the Sager when we're coming up next. He'll give you the latest news and notes going on with the free agency period, which is going to be starting in about twenty minutes from now. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's start things with the Sager. A little breaking news, the Sager. What's going on out there? Breaking news. It's not quite the top of the hour, but from the New York Times and ESPN, we have these items. First off, from Adrian Wojnarowski, Paul George has committed to sign a deal to stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He also reports from Denver, quote, gifted young center Nikola Jokic is poised to accept a five-year $148 million max contract to stay with the Denver Nuggets shortly after midnight Eastern time tonight. New York Times' Mark Stein reporting that DeAndre Jordan and the Dallas Mavericks have scheduled a 12.01 a.m. Eastern meeting to immediately launch into free agent negotiations and, quote, How's that ex- possible? Uh, 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 Cuban uh, wouldn't even mention his name last year after he... <laughs> 
It's uh, all water under the ago. bridge, and Time. it's going to be millions for each. Quote, Mavs and Jordan expected to quickly reach terms on a new deal tonight. Also, Chris Haynes, ESPN, says Denver will re-sign guard Will Barton to a four-year, $54 million deal. He averaged 16 points per game last season. And LeBron returned to L.A. today after his vacation in the Caribbean. All right. By the way, so, Arnie, nothing surprising, nothing shocking there, right? Well, I was going to say, Arnie. So you just said, uh, how can the Mavs and uh, how can the Mavs and Mark Cuban and, and DeAndre Jordan make amends after what happened a few years ago, right? Yeah. Well, it shows that things change over time, which is why if Kawhi goes to Boston and they make the finals, he'll stay in Boston. Well, it just goes to show you how desperate uh, Mark Cuban is. Mark Cuban even wouldn't say his name after the whole incident. Remember, it's like I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I mean, didn't, didn't want to even bring it up anymore. Dan Gilbert called LeBron the supposed king and promised a championship in Cleveland before he got one in Miami. And they're still and they're they you know they were friendly until like two weeks ago. But all right, the Sega. What else is going to happen at the twelve oh one? Anything else we're expecting or what? Sam Amick has confirmed the Paul George to Oklahoma City. He agrees to re-sign. Mark Spears now with ESPN says the Spurs agree to re-sign Rudy Gay one year, ten million dollars. If people haven't seen Jokic with the Nuggets play, I mean, it sounds like a lot. Who? I haven't heard of him. That's a max contract, five years for that guy. This is a very, very good player from Europe. If you haven't by the seen way, we play. go to the Laker opener, you and I, Desager, to watch that championship run. Now, oh, I thought you were say the banner hanging for the next few years. They're going to have some sort of ring ceremonies, or no? Well, I mean, they're going to have LeBron on the team, right? LeBron. <laughs> Kawhi and you know they get Boogie Cousins. It's party time out there in LA. Yeah, because all the other Western Conference teams have gone by the boards. They don't exist. Wow. Anymore. Uh, the God. salary cap is set per team. It's nearly one hundred two million dollars for the coming season. Mid-level exception will be eight point six million dollars. So the average salary this coming season is estimated to be just above the mid-level, about eight point eight million. If you average out all the NBA salaries for the coming year, Kevin Durant doing the one year plus an option to re-sign with Golden State not only makes him a free agent again next year, it means that the salary cap will be higher next year, and he's eligible for max over the next couple of years, so he can get more. He's giving up some millions last year and this coming season. But but he can make that up. Oof. It did get announced that with the salary cap secure, we now know who paid luxury tax for this past year. Yeah. And the top three in NBA salaries all paid luxury taxes, Golden State, Cleveland, and Oklahoma City, because they had Westbrook and Carmella right. both on their, their books. The salary cap, the luxury tax that OKC pays, $25 million. Golden State's $32 million. Ooh. The Cavs, $50 million as a luxury tax because <laughs> this is hardly the first time when LeBron joined. They won the title a couple years ago. Yep. That was over $50 million in tax penalties that year. Last year, another $45 mil in taxes and another $50 mil this year. Wow. So, yeah, Dan Gilbert can have his team back, end quote, and have a horrible roster if he wants and avoid the luxury tax that way. But you're not going to be making the finals. So, right. you know, it's which which do you want, really? But oh. Kevin Durant's still the big news, and Paul George apparently commits to re-sign with OKC. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. Uh, you know, Aaron, I, I actually believe that now. And, and I've kind of believed it a little bit, but I believe it more now uh, that Dan Gilbert said, I want to get my team back. Uh, I, I can see that. You know, you're you're fifty three million into the into the luxury tax. I'm, I'm, I, I believe that he said that. 
Well, and this brings up a point that we're not going to have time to talk about now, but yeah. potentially after the break. Uh, LeBron without another superstar. I know you have to take him if you're the Lakers, but that's a big headache. Hour one in the books. We'll come back. It's party time. Who's going where? We'll let you know right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Good evening, everyone. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Oh, it's bewitching hour. 12.01 Eastern, the time we've all been waiting for. So much to get to. Let's start at the top. Looks like LeBron is going to be a Laker. Congratulations. Oh, my to all God. The- we have a million real things happening, and now we're just in the mind of Arnie Spanier right now. Unbelievable. What? What? You, what? LeBron going to the Lakers is not the number one story right now? You want to bury the lead or what? It's not the number one story because it doesn't exist. I mean, I would argue that Paul George announcing that he's staying in Oklahoma City, that Kevin Durant only taking a one-in-one deal, that Chris Paul announcing that he's coming back as we speak. I would argue those are all bigger deals than a hypothetical well, LeBron because he's in L.A. Can, that's I just give me. You a, can I give you a bigger one right now? All star, According to Adrian Wojnarowski, and of course we should just assume he's giving us all the information, all-star Chris Paul will sign a four-year... I just broke that story. 160 mil? Did you give the 160 mil part, or did I miss that? I, yeah, that, I mean, that's not the number I heard, but, yeah. you know... Oh, I just, that's, I, a lot of, that's a lot of dough, isn't it? Pretty good. That's like Arnie Spanier money over there. Wow. 40 mil a year to stay with the Rockets. 40 mil a year. That's some serious money, man. <laughs> that How about that? That is insane money. For, so what is he? He's 32 going on 33... Uh, I get it. You got to do it. You you had you had the uh, the Warriors up three to two in the Western Conference Finals, but that is going to be a tough contract the last probably year or two when it, I, as it continues. Well, th- let me just back up for a second because I, I started with LeBron. You're like, well, there's so many real things to get to. I'm just wondering because it does look like he's going to be a Laker, and I think first of all, I think that's humongous. I can't believe that there's not more excitement in Los Angeles. They're getting perhaps the second or third best player in the history of the NBA. And oh, you can, you can play that all you want, and they're getting him when he's still playing great basketball. So I, I'd figure L.A. would be a buzz, and people would be out in the streets like celebrating like they won a championship uh, because LeBron's going to be coming. So I, I'm a little shocked about that, but do you think there's going to be big outrage in Cleveland, a little outrage, or people just don't care since they've got their championship already, Aaron? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we can bring in Eminem if, if you want to chime in. But what I would say is my my vibe that I get, and Eminem has the, the vibe from the ground in Cleveland, but uh, he brought him their championship. He lived up to his end of the deal. Uh, the organization has slowly eroded uh, since that championship, trading Kyrie, David Griffin, the GM leaving. I think he did his part. It feels to me that if, if he leaves Cleveland, I don't think there's going to be too many people that upset. Eminem, you're not burning any of your LeBron jerseys? I didn't what? burn it the first time, but that one stung because he he didn't bring the championship. This time he did. It's not going to feel good to see him leave a second time, but he did like bring the championship. I was going to say, is it like a girlfriend you're constantly fighting with, and after like the fifth breakup, you're like, fine, I- I've had enough. You wanna, <laughs> I don't you know about that. Great, but, but I, had, <laughs> I had enough, huh? 
No, I, I don't know about that, but it, it's just one of those things. And I, I've talked with family members, my dad, who uh, who's who grew up in the Cleveland area, and uh, we've grown up. I've grown up following Cleveland sports uh, through his guidance, and then I've talked to a lot of family members, and I know a lot of people who do local Cleveland radio. And the consensus is everybody's not going to be broken up about this. They've kind of seen this coming for a while, and like it's not it's not shocking. Like when when the thing happened with Miami. All those years ago, it was shocking because a lot of people reporting up until like about a day or two before Stephen A. Smith came out with the report saying that the Miami was going to form the big three. Everybody was shocked by it. Well, this isn't shocking. Everybody, everybody like Arnie, you've gotten out in front of it and you're not the only one. Everybody has been saying this. Even I, I would go as far back as three weeks. I'd even go further back than that. Everybody has been pointing to this for about a year. So. Nobody's surprised, and that's why I think a lot of people in Cleveland are just not upset, are not going to be upset, right. and not going to burn jerseys. Well, and the other no. thing too is he went on national TV the first. I mean that that to yeah. me is still- thank you. No, exactly. That's yeah. the biggest part that rubbed people in Cleveland the wrong way. It's it was like offensive, and it- not only did it rub them the wrong way, and I think understandably, it's also what led to the shock of him actually leaving. Is I, I remember at the time people saying, "Well, there's I mean you." you He's not going to go on national TV and break the entire city's heart uh, and, and leave Cleveland for another place. By the way, Arnie, I, I think we're uh, – you talk about burying the lead. How about a quick shout-out to Paul George's barber who broke this news about six hours ago. Did you see this tweet? No. Paul George's barber at like probably 1 p.m. Pacific – no, no, like 11 a.m. Pacific, which would have been 2 p.m. Eastern, tweeted out, Congratulations, Thunder fans. You're going to have something to celebrate later today. So, wow. So I don't want to disrespect Adrian Wojnarowski, the best NBA reporter in the biz, but Paul George's barber broke this news about mm. the middle of the day today. So uh, you, you, can't, you can't get better sources than that. You really can't. Um, you know, Aaron, I, you love your parents. They come stay with you for a month or two. They leave. You finally say, boy, it's good to get the house back. Doesn't mean you don't love your parents, but it's good to get your house back. Isn't that the same analogy for Dan Gilbert? May love LeBron, may be a little fed up with him, but it's good to get back his team. I can understand that. The guy paid $52 million extra in tax money. Maybe he's telling the truth there. I believe that story. Oh, I I do believe it. Although I do think I I was surprised that this became this huge thing. It, it, look, Stephen A. Smith for for all the flack that he gets in various reasons, uh, his his sourcing on these big NBA stories is usually pretty good. But he did say it in passing on TV. I mean, this wasn't a report from Woj. It wasn't a report from Ramona Shelburne or Brian Windhorst as far as uh, uh, Dan Gilbert being happy in in a way that LeBron was leaving. It doesn't surprise me, though, Arnie, because of what you said. But I also think you got to be careful what you wish for, because when that arena has six thousand people in there next year, uh, I don't know that he's necessarily going to be that happy. I mean, look, say what you want about LeBron, but he has reinvigorated that organization twice. I would add too. I'm pretty sure doesn't Dan Gilbert? I think he owns the casino next door. Uh, he owns all kinds of stuff in Cleveland, and so the boon that LeBron brings to that organization isn't just the, those eighty-one or you know those forty-one home games a year. It's also a lot of other stuff. So I get why he says it, but I think he's going to miss him when he's gone. All right, I want to bring in our producer Eminem, uh, and you've been sending me the tweets that are going out there. All kinds of NBA insiders, left and right. What's the one 
uh, that you sent me about what LeBron said he's not going to drag this out because I'm not quite understanding this one. Well, basically, uh, Tom Witters of the AP, uh, who uh, covers everything Cleveland, he basically says, told LeBron will not drag this out. He has all the information he needs. Expectation is that Agent Rich Paul will contact Cavs GM Kobe Altman in the early stages of free agency. What, is, what a- does that mean, that there's a chance he would go back to Cleveland? I don't see that at all. No, he no, no. Ba- to- basically, I'm just saying that this is yeah. interesting that like in the past, LeBron has, like, and, and this has been coming out throughout the week, that he's going to make this decision probably maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday or Tuesday. Well, what's the Kobe Altman uh, thing in there? What is he like? He's going to call Kobe Altman to try to get a deal done or just to say that I'm leaving? I'm not, I'm not following uh, that. I, I mean, that, that's the thing that's the mystery here. Like, who knows? Who know who knows what that means? I mean, it could mean that maybe they're they're going to have a conversation, maybe saying, "Hey, is there anything you guys can do to to maybe fix the roster?" Because LeBron, uh, if there's anything that we've heard, I mean, it's not not that he's not going to meet with them face to face. Like Le- LeBron's already said that he doesn't want to have like these elaborate right. proposals to like woo him. Right. So it, it it's going to be interesting, like what that conversation is going to be like. Because yeah, maybe it's just a goodbye call. I- Maybe I, it is. Yeah, I I don't look and I, I don't see him calling Colby Altman to say, hey, I'm I want to work out a deal and come back. I, I just don't see that unless I'm uh, missing out on something here, Aaron. I uh, what Tom is reporting, but I think it's a done deal with Los Angeles, and that's where he's going. I feel like it's a hundred percent. You you're more like a ninety percent guy on this one. Yeah, that feels about right. Um, no, I mean, look, I, I think what LeBron has learned over these last two processes it, when he was a free agent in 2010 and 2015, I guess, is to just, you know, be an adult, be respectful of, of, of others. Um, I, I mean, to me, that just strikes me as whether he decides on Cleveland or very likely decides not, that he will... Uh, that that he will be reaching out to the organization to let them know before it becomes public. I mean, if you remember back to even 2015 when he left Miami, I don't think Pat Riley even knew until it became. I don't even. I guess Dwayne Wade maybe knew, but but it, it was. I just think that all this really means is that he's going to keep kind of the professionals and the the coaches and the uh, the the general manager guys like that in the loop. I don't know that it means all that much otherwise. Now, uh, going directly against what your buddy Colin Coward said, when he talks about Russell Westbrook, now that Paul George is going to go back to OKC, and obviously it looks that way also, uh, does that mean that he is wrong and people do want to play with Russell Westbrook and he's not such a ball hog and people don't get better and, and all that or, or what? Or did he really have no choice? I, I don't. I feel like he had a choice and likes playing with Russell Westbrook. I totally agree. I mean, look, to, for them to throw the throw the party, the summer, what was it, the summer hype something something, to throw the party where they, they bring in the locals and all that stuff – that means that they were both excited about this. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I've i always thought the Russell Westbrook stuff was a little bit overrated. I mean, look, there's a lot of guys that have played with him through the years. And, and other than Kevin Durant, I mean, I don't really know how many of them seem to have a a uh, public dis, you know dislike for him. Steven Adams has been there for years. He says nothing but good things. Guys like that, they're not superstars like Durant. But the point being is that I, I do think I'm with you I think it's. I think today was a great day for Russell Westbrook. I would argue this maybe the best win he's had. I think definitively the best win he's had, especially since Kevin Durant has left. But great day for Russell Westbrook. I don't know if it means much as far as wins and losses on the court, but uh, it was a good day for Westbrook. All right, the latest news coming out of the NBA. We'll get to that. We'll talk about Lonzo's uh, 
uh, injury, Kawhi rumors, and Chris Paul with the big contract. All that coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Oh, for crying out loud. That's great audio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Why did he, why did he want to play with LeBron James? Money aside, I don't know how much more he could have made going back to OKC and then re-upping or signing from there or if he would have gone to Los Angeles. Why? Was Oklahoma City a better destination or did he not want to play with LeBron? Arnie, I, I really I don't know how to tell you this. LeBron James is not a member of the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Now, I will say this. These guys obviously do communicate uh, during the offseason and right. obviously before free agency. Is it possible, Arnie? I know you've already planned the parade route for the uh, the mayor of, of Los Angeles for when the Lakers inevitably win the championship next year. But is it possible PG knows something that maybe you and I don't? Is no. this a sign that maybe no. LeBron is not coming to Los Angeles? No, no, it, I, I don't believe that for a second here. Matter of fact, Eminem, you've got the uh, insight on what Paul George just signed this, for. This is interesting, guys. It is a four-year, $137 million contract, so, wow. and there's a player option. So he is committed to the Oklahoma City Thunder for at least three years. Well, there's your that's answer. Very, that, that's very interesting. Like I thought Aaron, it was going to be shorter. Well, there's your answer, Aaron. You're like, well, you know, why would he opt? He's opted back in for 137 million reasons. That's 137 million dollars that he's getting in OKC. But but if he wasn't comfortable there with Westbrook and the future of that organization, then I don't think he would do it. I will ask this, Arnie. I've seen a lot of scuttlebutt on Twitter that basically he's thrown his career away. That that he when he's playing with Westbrook, he's got no chance. I think once Carmelo... Got no chance for what? Like, to win big there. Like, everyone's like, oh, you can't win with Westbrook. I don't buy that. We were talking Kevin about... Kevin Durant could have won with Westbrook. They came uh, real close, but go ahead. No, thank you. I appreciate... Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. That That's the point I was going to get to, is that I just feel like there's a lot... There's been a lot of anti-Russell Westbrook sentiment over the last couple yes. of years, but I do think Carmelo's going to be there another year. He's got that massive contract that he just opted into... But I think when that guy leaves, all of a sudden it completely changes the dynamic. I think those two actually could go well together. Now, look, I'm not going to start projecting two, three, four years down the road what the NBA is going to look like. But I saw a lot of scuttlebutt of, oh, they'll never win with Westbrook. I don't buy that at all. I don't think Paul George wants the pressure of playing in Los Angeles and the wow. pressure of playing, uh, of playing with uh, LeBron. It does take a certain type of person and you know what? I bet you if you had asked Kevin Love privately, if he had to do it all over again, did he wish he was playing with LeBron in Cleveland, even if it cost him winning an NBA championship? I bet he'd have second thoughts about playing with LeBron over the last, what, four or five years. What do you think? I don't think so, because he had the chance to leave after year one. He was in the same position. Year as one was different. That was still the honeymoon phase. They were still in love. Yeah, but remember, no they made the... Intended, though, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was good. That was... Yeah. I know you did that on purpose. That was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, sure, yeah. What a wordsmith <laughs> you are, Arnie Spanier. No, I mean, if you remember, I mean, even back then, there was already a little anti-Kevin Love uh, sentiment. because Because yes. remember, he got hurt in the first round of the final, in the first round of the playoffs, and they made the finals, and then it became, well, they don't, they don't even need Kevin Love. I mean, they just made the finals without him. So, I, but I don't, I don't know. I don't buy that, though. I don't. I just think sometimes in life he doesn't look happy there. He, you know, oh and, Kevin Love, yeah, yeah, Kevin Love, and I know he was battling depression and all that. I just don't think he fe- he ever fit in or he ever felt 
Like, I just don't feel like he was happy over the last, what, four or five years there. Yeah, and but but so to go back to Paul George for a second, yeah. uh, I just think, is it crazy that he's just happy in Oklahoma City, that he's, found, uh, that he's found another guy to play with, that he doesn't have to be the star? By the right. way, Westbrook a couple years younger, and so... Maybe it's crazy, but but you you go to L, even if you go to L.A. you deal with the the with playing with LeBron, but you got to uproot everything. If he's comfortable in OKC, if he knows that Westbrook's in his prime, just like he is, they got four good years together going forward. That Westbrook's committed long term. The other thing, Arnie, I I don't think we can undersell is I think a lot of these guys they don't want to commit long term when LeBron isn't. I mean, think about back to last year. When we had Kyrie Irving demanding a trade, if you remember, a big part of that was Kyrie basically saying, I want to control my own destiny. I don't want to be the guy that in a year from now LeBron decides to leave and I get stuck here right. with no chance to win. And, and I wonder if maybe, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, that maybe that plays a role because even if LeBron goes to L.A. and he signs a one, two, three-year deal, whatever it is, then all of a sudden in a year or two, Paul George's got to start worrying. I, I, think, know, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to think about. You bring up the lost name Kyrie. He can opt out after this year. Um, no guarantees. He's going to want to stay in Boston. What do you think he's going to end up doing? I mean, he's you talk about a big name out there and his age. Uh, he'll be a well, you talk about a well sought after free agent. It's Kyrie. Well, I was going to say first of all, I got I got a uh, a mid afternoon screening of Uncle Drew yesterday. Oh, I didn't, how was it? I didn't know if we were going to have anything to talk about. I thought I might have to do a full two hour movie review. Uh, I love I I love the uh, you know when they first started the un- Uncle Drew thing. I I just love that. Yeah, I'll say this, Arnie. I will tell you, it was not as bad as I thought. There right. was an actual storyline. It was easy to follow. A couple good laughs. Uh, and I'll say this. If you're a basketball fan, there was some good, subtle basketball humor in there. Yeah. There was a moment, as you've seen in the previews, where Shaq says, uh, you know, Shaq, of course, he's not Shaq in the movie. He's uh, he's a uh, big man who's a karate instructor. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert, he's a karate instructor. But, but he's mad at Uncle Drew for not passing him the ball. And he says, hey, Kobe, pass me the ball. Oh. <laughs> and, and then another spoiler in the big game, Uncle Drew pulls Chris Webber aside and says, hey, remember, we got no timeouts. We got no timeouts. Oh. So there's some good, subtle basketball humor, oh. uh, you know, on the, the Torres Rotten Tomato scale. I, don't know I if, like that. I don't I like know. That. Yeah, I don't know how to, Rotten Tomatoes really works. But it was a good, it was a good feel-good movie, uh, and I think you'll enjoy it if you go. How come we don't know where Kyrie wants to end up? We know that uh, Kawhi Leonard wants to go to Los Angeles. We know that LeBron had a choice between Cleveland and the Lakers, and obviously we, we all thought it was going to be the Lakers. So we always get a feel where people want to end up. How do we? We don't even have a, a feel where Kyrie wants to end up, do we? Uh, we don't. And let me ask you this. I mean, what does it say? Because we're already hearing these rumors about Kyrie that uh, he's he, he would go to the Knicks. What does it say about a guy that if he leaves Cleveland after they've made three straight finals and won a title, if he leaves Boston next year, that's just a guy that wants to get his and doesn't really care about winning, right? Well, there's only the only thing I could say is is the are the Knicks now a better uh, destination now that Dolan's going to se- sell the team, right? Is, I mean, that's the well, rumor, or that's a done deal on that. Well, I'll tell you this: I've had yeah. this theory for a long time because every two or three years, the Knicks do something where everyone says, "Oh, they're." They're finally turning the corner, and I I can go back as a as a fan of basketball to 
when they sign Larry Brown as their head coach. Oh, right. this is this is the one. This is going to change things. Didn't change anything. Mike D'Antoni, remember him coming from Phoenix? Oh, this is the guy that's going to change things. Didn't change things. They said the same thing this past offseason with David Fisdale. And so to me, the one constant is James Dolan. And I'll say this. I don't think that organization really moves forward until James Dolan is gone, so maybe it does change some things as far as Kyrie and get some other guys in there. Yeah, no, I, I would think that, it, again, you have to know who's going to be the new owner and their situation and how that's going to play out, so maybe more of a destination than we thought, at least it is. Uh, before Dolan was going to keep the team, I, I promise you that. I, I certainly think now it's going to be a better destination. What's the latest? What was the story about Lonzo with the injury that his father uh, go ahead and leaked to the media? Is that a big thing or what? Uh, it It's a weird story, I'll tell you that. I mean, yeah, Lonzo uh, appears to be fine. He's been at all. He's been out and about all off season, and all of a sudden, this story leaks last night. Oh, uh, he's got a meniscus tear, but right. he'll be ready right. for the off season. I'll tell you, somebody who tore my meniscus twice, I can tell you that he can be back soon. But I think that a lot of people, I don't know if you feel the same way, Arnie, that it raised a pretty big red flag of. Maybe that we're starting to hear these trade rumors. I know that you think Kawhi is a done deal to the Lakers, and maybe Lonzo gets traded somewhere. Is he untradeable? I mean, people are like, he's untradeable. Nobody wants him because of uh, the way he shoots, the way his father is. He's just not that good. Is he really untradeable? No. I think there's probably 20 teams in the league that would love to have him. I do think that the Spurs aren't one of them. I think, like, look, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks and you have a chance to add that guy, I mean, there's still a lot of upside with Lonzo. And you look at the stats, I mean, statistically, he was one of the better rookies last year. Now, he was overshadowed by Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons, if you want to argue that Ben Simmons was a rookie, which I refuse to, to, to acknowledge. But Lonzo was pretty good last year. And I do think that most teams would be happy to have him. But like I said, I think the Spurs, I think Popovich wants nothing to do with Lonzo and LeVar. But I think there's a lot of teams that would love to have Lonzo. Now, what about the father? What about that he wants all three kids playing on the same team? Or is that just a bunch of talk? You know what I mean? Well, considering the Lakers wouldn't even give his brother a summer league roster right, spot, right? Uh, I think it's it's a lot of talk. Yeah. Well, his brother just missed what they are. Uh, was it Angelo? I, I get him. Yes. He's what missed his last nineteen three pointers in that whatever that league is that they in started. Lithuania? No, no, the league right here. Oh, in the, the JBA. Yeah, the JBA or the JBL. He's the, they played three games. They're two and one. Uh, and he's shooting 9% from three-point range in his last 19 three-pointers. Wow. He's 0 for 19. How about that? I think you have a future as a JBA correspondent. <laughs> JBA insider. You could be the Woj of, of the JBA. I like this. Yeah, Bright not that I'm paying attention to it, but when I saw that stat, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I think I, I know I could shoot better than that. I'm positive I could shoot better than that. How are we on a night with Paul George, DeAndre yeah. Jordan, Chris Paul? How are we talking Matter of fact, we're going to get into Chris Paul when we get back because uh, he signs the massive contract. The Sager's going to let you know more about that. What's happening out there, the Sager? Well, we have over 10 NBA items to pass along, and we're just in the first hour of the league's free agency period opening at 12.01 Eastern time. We'll start with all-star guard Chris Paul. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski and USA Today has confirmed Paul will sign a four-year, $160 million max contract 
to stay with the Houston Rockets, for whom he averaged 18 points, 8 assists last year. Kevin Durant agreed to re-sign with Golden State for one year plus an option so he can be a free agent again next summer. Paul George committed to re-sign with Oklahoma City. ESPN says it's three years plus an option for max money. Thunder officials met with Paul George in OKC tonight before Russell Westbrook's team party there this evening. And so Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer says DeMarcus Cousins, quote, sounds like an increasingly likely target for the Lakers on a short-term max contract now that L.A. loses out on Southern California native Paul George. LeBron James returned to L.A. today after his vacation in the Caribbean. We're expecting news from him in the next week. By the way, no NBA deals that you hear about this weekend actually become official until Friday. That's when the league's moratorium ends. Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN, not only had the Chris Paul story, but about Nikola Jokic, Nuggets center. He agrees to a five-year, $148 million max contract to stay with Denver. Agreed to it shortly after midnight Eastern. He averaged 18 points, 11 rebounds, and six assists per game this past season. And that OKC forward Jeremy Grant has agreed to re-sign three years, including an option. Is he at the party, too? <laughs> I think the whole team was invited, well, I wouldn't did, you I think? Did, they didn't mention him. How come it wasn't a party for him? Well, especially, the, yeah. I think he would be there because he would have had to have had a meeting to agree to this three years, including the option deal. I bet they got the jumbo shrimp with the with the cocktail sauce. There. Yeah, always a, a conflicting uh, phrase, oh. by the way. Jumbo shrimp. Oh, I Jeremy Grant averaged shrimp. eight points per game for his four-year career so far. Bobby Marks, who's the expert on the, the ESPN salary cap, makes a good point that with Grant and Paul George on board, Oklahoma City, for the moment, has a payroll over $150 million with 11 Ooh. players under contract. The salary cap for the upcoming season is just under $102 million per team. And since Oklahoma City would have a repeater tax penalty, it's more punitive, the Thunder, for now, would be looking at a tax bill of $130 million, which would be the largest in NBA history. So expect more moves or shedding of contracts over the summer with OKC. Wow. Milwaukee has Ersan so. Ilyasova back. He's agreed to a three-year, $21 million deal with the Bucks, the team that drafted him over a decade ago. Doug McDermott gets a fully guaranteed contract, three years, $22 million with Indiana. playing in the NBA? That, according to Woj, McDermott is average eight points a game in his four-year career. <laughs> Joe Harris averaged 11 points per game last season for the Nets. He's agreed to re-sign with Brooklyn two years, $16 million. Chris Haynes, ESPN, says Denver will re-sign guard Will Barton four years, 54 mil. He averaged 16 points a game for the Nuggets last season. Yahoo reporting the Spurs will re-sign Rudy Gay to a one-year, $10 million deal. And the LA Times has confirmed the New York Times report about DeAndre Jordan and the Dallas Mavericks Jordan verbally agreeing to a one-year contract for just about the $24 million option with the Clippers that he had for next season that Jordan just relinquished on Friday, so he would go to Dallas. But again, no NBA deals official until Friday. So a lot going on in the NBA, and we are just in the first hour with all that. World Cup wins for Uruguay and France. Easy baseball wins for Atlanta and Boston. Back to you. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with GEICO. What do you got to do? Go to GEICO.com or call them at 1-800-947-AUTO. And remember the only hard part? 
Well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Eminem, what, what was the uh, stuff that you had on DeAndre Jordan? So th- this is actually kind of funny because uh, you guys remember three years ago, DeAndre Jordan, the whole incident where he committed to the Mavericks on a yes. four-year deal, then got locked in his house and ended up going back on the offer. And, and don't cha- forget the rumor that crew, uh, Mark Cuban was driving around right, looking yes, for his house but didn't yes, know where he went. Yes, right, we yeah. all remember that. So yes. one of the key pieces from the Dallas Mavericks at that time who was trying to recruit him to Dallas, was Chandler Parsons. So a very interesting note on the Mark Stein tweet that announced the signing or the commitment of DeAndre Jordan to the Mavericks. Chandler Parsons, quote, retweeted it and said, was it something I said? Wow. Wow. Oh, man. So Chandler Parsons getting a little bit of a sense of humor considering the guy has got one of the worst contracts in the league right now. How did that that guy get a max contract, by the way? Uh, By the way, Arnie, I would add this. I know you're you're in a rush to get back to L.A. so you and DeSager can sit next to Jack Nicholson and watch the Lakers. Of course. I don't know. If LeBron comes, I don't know if you'll be able to afford those tickets, but I have a feeling there will be plenty of of Clippers tickets to be had next year. No Chris Paul, no Blake Griffin, no DeAndre Jordan. Like, who do they have right now? Season tickets are plenty. <laughs> I think you could get season tickets for the same price you might be able to get Lakers single-game tickets if LeBron Lou goes. Williams is going to have to score like 35 yeah. <laughs> every game. That's like that's like their guy. That, that and Tobias Harris. By the that's way, your I'm team looking, right there. I'm looking at uh, Aaron's uh, Twitter account where he liked the guy that said the only bigger fraud in L.A. than Paul George's thinking genius, but neither one of us are in L.A., so what are you liking that one for? Well, I, I actually liked Ernie better. Ernie said... Arnie said, I'm staying in L.A., and Fox Sports executives suspended him two years for insubordination and sent him to Vermont. That was true, but that happened a while ago. I know. I served my two-year ban. I was allowed back for two weeks. I know, and we couldn't, yeah. get, couldn't, have, gotten, couldn't have gotten you out of here fast enough. Yeah. Oh, that, I've it would have been better before. if I got that out the first time. Uh, uh, give me what you think about uh, Chris Paul four-year 160. I guess he's okay with it, but he was, I guess, remember the rumors? He's uh, really upset that he's not going to get the fifth year for 200 mil in the, in the Super Max. I'd be pretty happy with a four year 160. What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say he's going to have to make do with 160 million. In Final a... contract like this for him. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. But yeah. 160 million, no state income tax, plus all of the money that he's made up to this point in his career. And it makes sense for both sides. I mean, look, Houston had to they had to give him what he wanted. They had to run it back. They were up three to two on the Warriors in, in the Western Conference Finals, and you gotta think that they feel pretty good that they I think that they should feel very good going into next season that they're potentially maybe the only team that can beat the Warriors. Uh I, I think the last couple years isn't gonna be very fun, but I do think that you had to do it. Keep them happy. Um, I'm not so sure. Nowadays in the NBA, you don't have to play 82 games. They'll sit them out on back-to-back games. They'll sit them out on the lousy games on the road trip when they go to places that they feel they can win without him. I can see him doing 65 and kind of cruising along. It's not like they're going to be fighting it out during the regular season. I can see them uh, backing off his load a little bit. Do you think so or no? Yeah, I could see that. And by the way, it does set up the interesting thing of I think that there's been reports that LeBron, uh, the only other team that he could even conceivably consider outside of Cleveland and L.A., the the Lakers, of course, is Houston. But they would really, I mean, if you look at the numbers, I mean, one, now that Chris Paul got paid big, they would really have to blow up that core to bring in LeBron. I think this just about uh, puts the seal on LeBron to Houston if such a thing even ever existed. 
All right. Uh, by the way, if you want to send us a tweet, Aaron underscore Torres or at Stinking Genius One. Obviously, a lot of news going on with all the NBA free agent front out there. Uh, one side note: we didn't get through Steve Kerr signs extension. He'll get from like about five to ten mil. Uh, certainly deserved, no doubt about that. He's done a phenomenal job. But I, I, I do have to ask you, and maybe I shouldn't bring it up, but I mean, is it? He's done a great job, but when Luke Walton could take the team over for a half a season and almost do just as good of a job, is it, is it tough to win with the Golden State Warriors or what? Arnie, how many games, if you were the head coach and I was your lead assistant, how many games do you think we could win with the Warriors? At least 60? I, I think so, without a doubt. I yeah. mean, you bring up Luke Walton, but remember, Mike Brown coached a couple rounds of the playoffs last year. They didn't miss a beat. Uh, and And if you'll remember, earlier this year, Steve Kerr, this brilliant coach, and I, I know that he's your friend, so I'm sorry to attack Oh, we're best friend. friends. We're yeah. best friends from high school. Sorry to attack your, your high school bestie, but yeah. if you remember, he basically he handed the clipboard to to Andre Iguodala during yes. a timeout. Andre's 1-0 as a coach, I think. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He couldn't get through to the team. He, could, he admitted, I can't get through to these guys, and they still won, what was it? 16 out of 19 playoff games this year, or 16 out of, I guess, 22 maybe, if my math is correct. They they won another championship is the point. So, uh, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and crush Steve Kerr, but, I mean, come on now. The, uh, the, the Steve Kerr hype's a little overrated is all I'm right. saying. Let me know if I'm making too much of this, if or when it's a done deal officially and LeBron signed with the Lakers, and who knows if they get Cousins or if they get Kawhi Leonard before the start of the season could this be like one of their highest-rated regular season games the first time like Los Angeles ends up playing Golden State or what? Can you imagine the frenzy in L.A. to try to get tickets when the Rockets come, when the Warriors come? I mean, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, and uh, as far as ratings are concerned, yeah, I mean, I think it would be really, really, really interesting when those two teams match up. I'm still not sold, especially if DeMarcus Cousins is going to be part of, of whatever this incarnation of the Lakers is, I'm not sold that they're anywhere close to ready to being able to beat the Warriors. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins coming off an uh, Achilles injury, which he was never a great defensive player anyways. Right. And, but you're not getting him to play defense, Aaron. You know that. But, I mean, you got to play some to beat the Warriors, right? Do you? I mean, right. the Rockets. Is Steph Curry playing some defense? Well, if you remember, the Rockets actually, uh, the, the reason they got up 3-2 to two in the series was because of their defense. And so... Obviously, I think we're all speculating that not only is LeBron there, we're obviously speculating that DeMarcus Cousins is there. We'd also be speculating Kawhi Leonard would be there. I still don't know that it's enough to get by the Golden State Warriors. Before we get to the break, I'll give you one name. Tell me what you think. Worth going for. Still has something left in the tank. Should go Dwight Howard. What do you think? Uh, In the NBA? No, in the NHL. Yeah, well, I was gonna say I don't know if we're talking like your your local rec league team. In well, Vermont. because there's rumors that Golden State would want him. I don't know if they could afford him. Well, um, I certainly think he'd be a big addition for them. No doubt about that. Listen, I I I've never sat down with Dwight Howard, but you can't play for this many teams in this many years, right? Without just seemingly being a very difficult guy to deal with. Look, if you got Dwight Howard. And you told him, like, this is your role. This is what you're going to do. You're going to be limited to this, this, and this. And he agreed to it. It's one thing. Right. I, but we have now a 15-year or 13-year or whatever it is uh, indication that that is not the kind of guy that he is. 
And so I, I just I don't think that you can I don't think you can bring him in. I mean, it's been ten years since he's been an impactful player in the league. Certainly one of the top low post guys in the league and. I think time has passed that guy by. Yeah, I don't think you're bringing him in to be the, the guy, but it wouldn't help or hurt to get like 15 rebounds from somebody like that a game. Tell you what, we'll come back. Our picks for the upcoming weekend and week, so we'll touch on that. We'll wrap up all the latest news. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Let me hear the song. I love the song. Oh, I just love that. Uh, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you could save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Trevor Ariza agrees to a one-year $15 million deal with the Phoenix Suns. He'll go from the Rockets to the Suns. A little shocked about that. I want to ask you something on this, Arnie, because it it goes back to your beloved Lakers. So, to me, this screams – Trevor Ariza's guy, he's like 33 years old. This screams, I only got a couple years left. Let me go get that money. Yeah. and basically he's saying screw winning because, as we've discussed throughout the show, Houston was one game away from the finals, would have been favored there, potentially win a title. Now, does it— Did Houston want him back at that type of money? Well, I think this is probably more money than he could have got at Houston, but I also think uh, uh, an argument that a lot of people are going to make is Trevor Ariza already has a championship, or ha- you know he's won with the Lakers, right. so does does winning matter as much as just getting as much money as you can? Where do you stand on that? Like, like I, I kind of see both sides to that one. I, I mean, I would like to think that if I had done something special with a group of guys and, and I had a chance to run it back and, and maybe do it again, I would. But fifteen million is a lot, especially if uh, you know if it's not comparable to what everybody else was right. going to offer. You know, well, the grass isn't always greener. But if he had a chance and he does have his championship, but even if he didn't, I wouldn't fault him for taking the uh, one year fifteen million. I don't know what the Rockets would have offered him, but it would have been close. Would have been a one year five million dollar exemption. I, I don't know. I, I can't tell that, but. Only he can. I don't think he'd go for like an extra mil, but that's a lot of money. So $15 million, um, I'm, he should go ahead and take it. By the way, uh, coming up after us, uh, straight out of Vegas, I can't wait to hear the guys of Vegas perspective with R.J. Bell and Steve Cofield. I'm kind of interested to see if any of the odds change in the NBA already two weeks ago. Uh, the Lakers were seven to one, so I got to figure they'll still be about seven or maybe drop down the six to one to win the NBA championship. Six to one. There's, they were seven to one two weeks ago. Oh my God! And Oklahoma City two weeks ago was sixty six to one, the same odds as my New York Knicks. How about that? Wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Well, they're crazy. not winning anything as long as Carmelo's there. A lot like your New York Knicks, by the way. All right, let's let's do some predictions. Give us a little music. Put us in the mood. Uh, three predictions by both. I'll start things off. The World Cup action. You know, I'm the World Cup expert. My picks have been like unbelievable. Wow. In the World Cup. Unbelievable. I'm taking Spain over Russia uh, in the uh, first game tomorrow. Okay. Uh, you're putting me on the spot in the yeah. World Cup. For no reason whatsoever, by the way, because I know neither team. See, listen, as a f- soccer aficionado, I can yeah. tell you there is nothing bigger than home field advantage in soccer. Uh, and I think Russia's going to win. And also, let's wow. keep in mind, upset city in this tournament. Argentina out. Portugal out. Uh, Germany didn't advance. So this is just an upset-filled World Cup. Listen, I am the World Cup guru. That's why you bring me on this show every week, Arnie. So I say, who did I say? Russia. Russia wins tomorrow. Yes. Uh, By the way, Woj is reporting this. I don't know if this is a big deal. Free agent Derek Rose. 
finalizing a one-year deal to return to Minnesota. Huge. Big, big deal. Wait, this is what year is it? 2011. It's big, right? <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's 2018. Nobody. All right, uh, number two, my pick. I'm going to take Croatia over Denmark for no apparent reason whatsoever. Okay, I am going to take Derrick Rose missing at least half of the season with injuries <laughs> in Minnesota next year. That is my second oh, I bold taken prediction. That pick. Third pick, it's a done deal. LeBron's going to Los Angeles where he'll be hooked up with Kawhi and Boogie Cousins. Can you say championship for the Lakers this year? All right, I still don't know how I feel about LeBron, but my prediction, number three, when we come on air next week, Kawhi Leonard will not be a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know if that's bold or not. I I, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, there are predictions uh, for what's coming up this week, and you really don't think that's going to happen. Uh, where uh, they're going to make a move. They're going to go ahead and make him suffer in San Antonio for a half a year is what you're telling me. I think Popovich knows he's only got a few years left. I don't think he cares about appeasing players. Yeah. I hate to say this because it's kind of a mean thing. I don't think he really cares about the, the Spurs next 10 years. I think he's worried about right now he doesn't want to make Kawhi happy. No, you may be right on that. Thanks to the guys. Thanks to Raider Ryan. Thanks to Eminem. Thanks to the Sager. Thanks to my partner, Aaron Torres. Coming up next. Straight out of Vegas, the guys, R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield, a Vegas perspective. I'm wondering how all these moves will affect the Vegas odds for the NBA championship. So the guys are coming up next. Stick around for that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there'll be some more moves still going on right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.